Emma Straub was raised in a house of horror. Horror fiction, that is. Her father is Peter Straub, a writer who specialized in the genre. But there is no hint of horror in Emma Straub's writings. Her work tends more toward genial explorations of marriage and family and friendship. Straub had a hit with her last novel, The Vacationers. Her new book is Modern Lovers. NPR's Lynn Neary met up with Straub in the neighborhood where it's set. Emma Straub played around with the idea for this book for a long time. She knew there would be a family with a teenage son. She thought she would set it in her own neighborhood in Brooklyn, but she kind of hated that idea. Yeah, it seemed so not what I wanted to do, just because, like, who needs another book about Brooklyn? You know, I just didn't, I didn't want to add to the pile. Then she thought of Ditmas Park. It's in Brooklyn, but it's different. Let's go up Argyle. I like Argyle. The main drag is a busy shopping area. Music blasts from passing cars. We won't get hit by a car, probably. But turn off that street, and suddenly you're in another world. Big old clappered and shingled houses with blooming gardens and front porches line the shady street. Where are we right now? There's not a cloud in the sky. There's not a plane overhead. I can't see a single apartment building. Just, you just, you could be anywhere right now. And that's where I wanted my characters to be. I wanted them to exist in a New York City that a lot of people don't know exists, you know? The quiet one. (laughs) This is where Straub wanted her characters to live because she thinks their story is not unique to New York. It's about two couples who have been friends for a long time and live with their teenage children on the same block. They would say that they're at exactly the same point in their lives, which is to say they're in steady-ish marriages, they're mostly content, and then very quickly (laughs) the, the, the screen gets pulled back and you realize that that's not actually what's going on. They're all starting to feel hemmed in by middle age. Elizabeth sells real estate. Her husband, Andrew, is a bit of a dilettante whose latest interest is a new yoga studio in the neighborhood. The other couple, Jane and Zoe, own a restaurant, inspired by a real one just a short walk from this block. So right now we're standing in front of a restaurant called The Farm on Adderley. This sleek but comfortable restaurant is tucked in along a strip that includes a daycare center and a dollar store. Straub says she chose it for her book because she loves their french fries. There's also a small outdoor patio. Let me see if we can go sit in the back there and bring your water. As we settle down to talk, Straub said her book is about marriage, but it's also about friendship. Back in their college days, Elizabeth, Zoe, and Andrew were all in a band. The fourth band member went on to become famous as a singer. Before she died young and became something of a legend, she had one big hit with an ironic chorus. The chorus is just, I will be calm, 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 calm. I will be mistress of myself. That song was written by Elizabeth and is her main link to her cool past. So when a movie producer wants permission to use the song and the band's story in the documentary, Elizabeth is eager to say yes. Andrew resists. Zoe's too preoccupied with her own domestic problems to care very much. But as the past intrudes into the present, some long-buried secrets are unearthed. I like the idea that, you know, one can have friends for 20 years plus and still have things that you don't know about each other and still have um, things that you you sort of haven't admitted to each other. Secrets in the marriages, too. Oh, yes. Well, of course. I mean, (laughs) what marriage is complete without, uh, you know, I mean, maybe not a secret, some omitted information. Is that the same as a secret? I don't know. Unless we forget, these two couples are the parents of teenagers who've known each other all their lives, but choose this summer to start up a heated romance. 
In this excerpt from the book, Elizabeth accidentally discovers the two in bed. Elizabeth saw a flash of a bare breast. There was some scrambling. Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. It's Elizabeth. Your mom said that no one would be home, Elizabeth said, covering her eyes with her hand. Wait a second, she said, and slid her hand back down. Hi, Mom, Harry said and pulled the sheet up to his chin. He and Ruby were sitting side by side, all red cheeks and knotty hair sticking up at odd angles. The room smelled like sweat and dirty clothes and other identifiable things that Elizabeth refused to let herself name. (laughs) Straub treats both the teenage romance and the marital angst with a light touch. She's the kind of writer who has reached a hard-to-achieve balance in the publishing world. Critics like her, but she also sells books. I certainly have some friends who are very literary writers who sell no copies of their books. And then I have friends who sell lots and lots of copies of their books but feel like people don't take them seriously because their books have pink covers. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm really in a, in a good spot at the moment because I get to, to play in both of those universes. Straub makes no apologies and she has no regrets. Well, maybe one. After spending so much time in Ditmas Park, she's a little sorry she didn't buy a house there. But don't get a New Yorker started on real estate. Lynn Neary, NPR News.